frightened, fed up and really angry. Toowoomba is the latest Queensland community to demand tougher action against youth crime. Hundreds attended a community forum this week following the death of a 75-year-old man allegedly attacked and robbed at a shopping centre taxi rank by four teens. The forum was attended by two government ministers and the police commissioner, Katerina Carroll, who acknowledged the city is experiencing an unprecedented crime spike. We've seen in the last 12 months an escalation of offending that we haven't seen before ourselves. Queensland has the highest rate of youth reoffending in the country, with the number of hardcore repeat offenders on the rise. And next week, the Palaget government will introduce new legislation to try to tackle youth crime. Dr Terry Goldsworthy is a criminologist from Bond University and a former long-serving detective and our guest this morning. Terry, welcome. Yeah, good morning. What is going on in Toowoomba at the moment? Is there any available police data to provide a snapshot of how escalated and bad things are on the ground? Uh, well, unfortunately for the public, there's not. The uh, normal data portal that you know myself and others use to get a snapshot of the last 12 months and compare it to the previous 12 months uh, hasn't been working for about the last week or two. So uh, hopefully uh, the minister will get that up and running because that is important. But what we do know, I mean, the comments of the commissioner uh, basically reflect what we're seeing uh, in Queensland on a broader trend. When you look at the last 12 months, you know, the total crime rate in Queensland is up 7%. Uh, the rate of break-ins is up 18%. Stolen vehicles, the rate is up 13%. We've seen a 29% increase in the number of robberies over the last 12 months. So I suspect uh, if I could actually get in and look at the Toowoomba data, we'd just see a reflection of the broader trends. Okay, Why? What's going on? What's going so wrong? Yeah, look, it's interesting. Um, I mean, I guess that's a question the commissioner is going to have to answer at some stage. But, uh, you know, whether it's a, a boom after the uh, COVID lockdowns where COVID uh, did cause a, a dramatic decrease in most crime categories, um, you know, we're seeing a return to business as normal or better than normal. People are getting out and about and committing their crimes. Uh, you know, we've got tougher economic times that can always lead to increased criminality, et cetera. So, uh, but I guess in terms of youth offending, the, there is a real issue around, um, you know, youth offenders being repeat offenders on bail. Um, and, you know, we had the Children's Court uh, in a report come out uh, a couple of weeks ago and it told us that, you know, of the youth offenders on bail, 53% of them reoffend whilst on bail. We know that 19% of them commit serious offending whilst on bail. And the figure that really concerned me that was that we saw that uh, 7% of youth offenders on bail commit an offence that leads to death or serious bodily harm. So, uh, and those figures have been increasing over the last four years. Yeah, Toowoomba is just the latest community to demand tougher action against youth offenders. You mentioned that, you know, you're waiting for this data over the last couple of weeks, but but you think it's sort of broadly reflective of what's going on in Queensland. So what is that biggest statewide picture? Well, it's quite uh, problematic. Most offences are up. Um, you know, we've seen increases in breach of DV orders. Uh, you do have some decreases. You know, for instance, drug offences have decreased. The rate has gone down by 20%. Um, you know, that rose quite substantially during COVID, surprisingly enough, when people were restricted in their movements. Uh, we've seen a big increase in assaults, a 60% change in the rate of assaults, which is just a massive increase. So, you know, I think... Um, there probably needs to be some review of the operational focus of the Queensland Police at the exec, senior executive level to say, 
well, these crime uh, rates are going up. What are we going to do about it? How are we going to reduce them? Yeah, and and obviously there are a few proposals on the table um, that the the government's looking at. Will just give me an assessment of how you see that picture. Do you think that that will make a material change? Look, I mean, we've had two uh, two tranches of uh, youth reform. One, as you mentioned, is going to go through Parliament next week. I don't see them making much difference at all. Um, you know, increasing the maximum penalty sounds good. But, you know, in reality, um, you know, if you're talking about youth offenders or any offender in general, very few of them get uh, the maximum penalty. We know from the Children's Court Annual Report that uh, out of all the court appearances involving youth, uh, 6% of them got a custodial sentence, the rest didn't. And beside that, you've got uh, non-court uh, non appearances like 15,000 cautions and 2,500 conferences, et cetera. So those maximum penalties will have very little impact, I think, uh, you know, Changing the name of the Youth Justice Task Force to the Youth Crime Task Force, I think, was just uh, a bit of uh, smoke and mirrors. It hasn't really changed anything there. You know, high visibility patrols, I would have thought that would have been ongoing anyway as part of normal police duties. So, you know, we've, we've seen, you know, some strange approaches. Like if you look at electronic monitoring devices, which came out in the first tranche of uh, reform, we were told that they were only going to be put on youths who were compliant uh, were in a stable environment and had a supportive guardian. Now, to my mind, they're not the type of people who are going to be offending, so you wouldn't need to track them. Um, and it's the opposite ethos to what we do with serious DV offenders or sexual offenders where we put them on high-risk people. The other issue we had is that we were told that um, there's going to be about 100 of them issued. Uh, the Atkinson review into those reforms told us that only three had been issued and that the cost of the program is $11.5 million. Now, that to me is just a total inadequate response in terms of using the uh, electronic monitoring devices. Can we just, before I let you go, just turn to that ambush that killed two police officers and a civilian late last year? Queensland police have labelled it as a religiously motivated terrorism. They say it wasn't random or spontaneous. Is terrorism the right description? Well, I was really surprised to hear that yesterday, as I think many people were. I mean, when you defining an act as a terrorist act, you must uh, be able to meet the criteria let out in the legislation. And, you know, certainly there was serious harm. There were three uh, murders committed, uh, quite horrible murders. Uh, in terms of the other aspects, you need to show there's an intention that it was done with advancing a political, religious or ideological cause and also show that it was done with the intention of coercing or influencing the government, uh, the state or the public in general. Now, I think that the uh, defining as a terrorist act, they may struggle uh, in terms of those last two elements. And if you look, for instance, at Mon Menace and the... Oh, I think I've lost the criminologist. Um, something happened to the line there. That was rather sudden. Criminologist Terry Goldworth, uh, an associate professor from Bond University who served for nearly 30 years in the police force. Uh, apologies for that abrupt end to that interview. Um, RN Breakfast did ask the Queensland Police Service and the Police Minister for the latest stats on crime in Toowoomba. QPS told us we'd have to ask their statisticians and it would take several weeks. So th that was the response there. Again, apologies for that abrupt end. I know he was mid-sentence and that's really frustrating. I feel your pain. I'm feeling it too. Uh, but an interesting conversation about youth crime there. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.